You are listening to The Bean Dad Show on Mountain Bike Radio. Welcome to The Bean Dad Show. I am Ben, and with me is my new co-host, Steve. Steve, welcome. How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing very well, and uh, we will, well, I will intro Steve a little bit, and then we'll talk about, uh, he'll introduce himself, and we'll kind of talk about what's going on, where the direction of the show is going, uh, and uh, uh, who else, who knows what else we're going to talk about. Um, (laughs) It could get random. It could get very random. So uh, if you are a new listener to Mountain Bike Radio, thank you for tuning in. And uh, I would encourage you to go check out all the other shows. Uh, if you are a long-time listener to Mountain Bike Radio, thank you for coming back, listening in. And uh, I think you will recognize Steve uh, from another show, The Last Aid Station. Uh, he has a bunch of other stuff going on, and uh, we've been doing a bunch of work together. So that's it, it was natural. We're in the same position, about the same age, have little kids, you name it. And it, and uh, we can talk a lot together. So works out. Uh, but if you like all the shows and you like what you hear, or maybe you just really like this show, I would encourage you to go over to mountainbikeradio.com slash support MBR. Two ways you can support the show and keep it on the air. Cause truly without all the stuff that all the money that comes in and all the stuff we're doing, it wouldn't exist. Uh, two ways become a member or you can Shop through the Amazon link right there. So bookmark that link, and every time you shop through Amazon, click there first. And it's free to you, easy, and we get a little cut for referring you. So pretty slick. All right, see, that's enough of uh, all that stuff. I, I, I try <laughs> not to do that in every episode, but I have been recently because I really need to get that into people's heads. Well, um, it's kind of a new thing that you're doing too, right? Yeah, and membership isn't, but the Amazon thing is, and we'll be adding more too. I, I got some kinks to work out with the uh, – uh, rocket one as well. I have a, a link cool. there, but that'll be up there sometime in the next couple of weeks, I think. Um, all right. So the being dad show, uh, let's, uh, I think we were going to kind of take it back from the beginning of where you and I met and then, uh, give you a little intro or let you yeah. kind of intro yourself and we'll talk about where the show is going. Does that sound fair? Sounds great. All right. So listeners, this is, we met under 105 degree uh, skies. So we, <laughs> we didn't really know that we met. No. And, and in fact, um, it's kind of funny because when I first saw you, I was chasing you down because I was pissed. Because, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Weren't you stuck at an aid station? Well, I wasn't really stuck. I was, I was stuck because, uh, anyhow, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. okay. So we, I live in uh, Western North Dakota, so we were living in Watford City. So, if you're a listener of, if you have been a listener of the Bean Dad Show, you know the whole story. But, um, li- uh, living in Watford City, North Dakota, which is uh, approximately 15 miles uh, north of the North Trailhead of the Matahe Trail, and the Matahe 100, that uh, Watford City is kind of the home base of the Matahe 100. So that that's my home trail. So if, that's where I ride. And I was racing, going to race, or I did race the, the Matahe 100 and showed up, you know, whatever. We started the race. I went off kind of where I wanted to be. I was, I don't know, good position with a bunch of guys that I knew I'd be riding with the whole day. And uh, 
So I miscalculated slightly the time it would take to get to aid station one, slightly being, I don't know, five, 10 minutes ish. And my wife had slightly, well, more than slightly miscalculated the time it would drive, (laughs) take to drive from home, from my house in Watford city to aid station one. Um, because my kids don't get, there's not that many opportunities where you could raise basically where you're living and have it easily accessible for your kids to just show up at an aid station and wait for you and see you coming. Right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's what I wanted. I wanted them to see me out there doing it. And it got to the aid station. I was looking at my watch. I'm like, man, I hope she decided to come, you know, five minutes early or whatever. And I, I actually had brought my phone. I usually don't bring my phone on a, especially a race. Like I, I don't ever do that. And I did with this one just because it's a, it's kind of remote. If something happened, like whatever. And, um, so I got to the aid station. I'm like, shit, she's not here. And then I t- brought, took out my phone, turned it on, gave her a call and like, please tell me you're on the gravel road on the way here. She's like, no, we're still on 85, which 85 is the big highway that, you know, you get to there. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah. shit, this isn't good. Um, so at that point I made a decision to just wait. So I sat there, I don't know, it was probably, well, it wasn't probably, it was exactly 13 minutes. Cause I'm sitting there like eating, looking at the clock. I'm like, Oh, you, on, you were watching on. the clock. Yeah. Because and then at a certain point you're like, there's no way in, you know, there's no, basically there's no chance in hell to have a good, you know, to have the day that I w- would be hoping for. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's what happened. So I, I'm like, all right. Switch at that point, you kind of just have to switch your mind, and that's what I did. So, um, so she got there. I said, you know, talk to the kids a little bit and whatever, but probably I don't even know three, four, five minutes before I left, like I saw you go through, and I'm like, all right, like I, mentally, like I'm you know, high fiving the kids, but mentally, I'm like, all right, there's somebody I have to chase first, you know. Um, well, cause you, ha- at that point you're like, you have to have, cause you gotta have somebody like somebody's coming through. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't stop. I stopped and filled up my, my hydration pack and then I got moving. Yeah. You were kind of like, you had your plan and it, like, from what I noticed, you were like on your, you had your plan and you're just like, all right, that, that go. And, uh, so I f- like, like I got out of the aid station, I was I was all ready to go, so I just and I don't know, it was like ten minutes later, I I caught up to you, and then I mean, you could tell, you could talk this story from there. Um, yeah, I, I remember you going going by because I remember we were. I think you came by me. We went back and forth a couple of times, but then at one time you took off grinding up through some switchbacks. And, yeah, and then, uh, that was before we hit the road. I think uh, back to hit the road to go up to. Um, I don't know. Your wife was somewhere near the top of the one. Yeah, yeah. I think that was before, before the river crossing. Cause you got away from me at some point. And then I think I saw you again at the river crossing. And again, I didn't know who you were, oh, at the no, time we had just trail, been, but you start recognizing people on the, yeah. I just remember yeah. we had been back and forth a lot for the first, yeah. After AIDS going through one. the gates yeah. and yep. Yeah. So here I am too with, uh, with the Monahay 100, you go through a bunch of different cattle uh, areas. So each person <laughs> has their sections sectioned off. And to get through the, the uh, 
to get through those for the trail, there's pretty slick gates actually. Uh, normally cool. spring loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really nice. Drop, they just drop back down. Yeah. Really nice spring loaded drop back down. There's no like pulling a fence over the post or, you know, uh, anything goofy like that, but you have to get off your bike and like put the gate up. So here I am. I'm like, Oh, I'll just be nice to everybody. And every, like I try, cause it, I didn't care at that point. So I was like every, every gate I sprint ahead of somebody and I open the gate for him. And Steve, like, I didn't know him from whoever. I just knew I was riding with him or whatever. I was like, Oh, I'll just be nice. And you got for like 20 miles. I think you got, I don't know how many gates I opened for you. It was quite a few. So yeah, there was one of them at the, toward the, uh, toward the end that you like just held up and, (laughs) <laughs> didn't even like, you know, cause you'd like hold the gate up for somebody and then just like let the next guy grab it, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, there was one of them. You're just like, just go. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But it was so, um, anyhow, so that's, that's pretty much how we met. And Steve ended up finishing, uh, doing well. And I ended up hanging out with Tim Eck and just destroying ourselves and ending up in cramps and laying on the ground puking. And just, it was not a good day, but, um, I went into it knowing that I was having some issues after Tatanka. Just heat, like I think I had some heat stroke and exhaustion. I stuff stacks up. Yes, I've buried myself the last couple of years. Basically, is it all came to a head, and um, so it did not end well. But Steve, how did it end for you? Talk, talk uh, about how it ended. Yeah, it was good. I uh, for me, that was only my well, the only other hundred miler I'd done before that was the Lutzen ninety nine er. And so going into the Mata Hay was a pretty big step. So I ended up finishing like just over 12 hours and 10th place overall. Is that what you were hoping? Yeah. my I was uh, honestly going to be happy if I could finish without using my lights. And then <laughs> if I finished in 12 hours, I was going to be really, really happy. Okay. And so, okay. So since we're on the, the Mata Hay discussion, um, this will kind of lead into you kind of giving us a background, I guess, of your riding, maybe just talk about, yeah. you know, where you're at and. Uh, stuff but what do you think about the going into it what did you expect and how is it different the just the Madehe area the badlands uh all everything i i can't remember i think i might have told you this when we were talking one time but the uh when i got out there and i did like my first ride i think because we went out early and made like a you know family camping trip out of it and we camped at the start line but i went for a ride up there wednesday and i was like i came back and i told my wife i was like i I think I might've got in over my head here <laughs> and cause it was, and then we were around there on Thursday and it was like really hot and I was still feeling my short ride from Wednesday and I'm like, Oh boy. So we ended up, we went into town on Friday to, uh, pick up the registration pack. My wife's like, we, we better like buy some ice and some water or something. She's like, I better go ahead and like follow you through the checkpoints. Cause she was just going to like maybe stop and see if we had uh, like a couple spots and then just go to the finish line. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I oh, know okay. Into, like, oh, at, like the only other long race I did was, like I said, the Lutes in and I've. Yeah. And you get done, done in like six hours and, on that one. Yeah. Like I'd never, I'd never use a drop bag on Lutes in and like, you know, Lutes in, let's say I did Lutes in like seven hours, just under seven hours yeah. last year. And Mata Hay took me a little more than five hours longer to do. <laughs> And, and I was hurting a lot worse after the Monahay. Yeah, and the and Lutzen is like you're lucky if you get away from tree cover, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, <laughs> it's it's a little little chillier, and yeah, the Monahay was 
it's it's awesome if you're looking for a challenge it's it's hard to exp- I'm, I'm going back out again this year yeah and it's hard to explain the the badlands to anybody yeah it's hard because you people you tell people north dakota and like you think of cornfields and a lot of farmland and rolling plains but and all of a sudden you get to the medora area and then up there south of you know because there's the north and south areas of mm-hmm. theodore roosevelt national park yep and it just like opens up i remember we went up the the first climb to pre-ride and i got up there and then you could just see for miles of all this just barren like valleys and plateaus and i was like holy smokes i'm gonna be riding up and down that stuff all yeah, day and it's not it, it's just it's hard to explain i always say it's easy to you know when we lived uh right in, near denver uh, lived right next to Colorado Trail, and it was easy. You just go off a ride, take a picture, and you can sell the Rocky Mountains. Like all somebody needs to see is a picture of the Rocky Mountains, and they're like, "Oh, I, that's like bucket list. Yeah. I'm going there." Right? North yep. Dakota. I could tell. I could talk about how like the Badlands and riding the Badlands till I'm blue in the face, but um, people just you know, like they. Yeah, it's they, hard to. It's hard to explain. Is my point? You know. You, you know the point where it's in the first, I don't know, it's around mile 15 or 18. So you, you get your first climb, you go back down, and you climb out again, and then you make that turn on the gravel road, and mm-hmm. people are standing there. You go down through like a two-track or a drive, and then you come up, and there's like a little cabin or something. Yep. And then like shortly after that, you hit some switchbacks out of that. Yep. And I remember coming down those switchbacks, and a couple of them were pretty tight yep. on, the, you know, on the edge. And then I was like, get to the bottom. I looked around and I was like, holy smokes. I, this is some really, I can't believe I'm racing in this atmosphere. This is awesome. Yep. And, that's, and I was just like, I did like stop and like, I actually like slowed down and like looked around and just took it all in for a second. I was like, this is pretty amazing to be, you know, riding, let alone racing through this, this land. Yep. It's Benny's but, cabin. Yeah, it was really cool. Benny's cabin and Benny's switchbacks. And then okay. when you cross the road, you drop down off those switchbacks and you cross your road. That's when you hit the China, they call it the China wall. Okay. So I don't know if you were there when the helicopter was, uh, really close, uh, climbing China wall and up and over that. Uh, but yeah, so that's a, that's a really cool spot. That whole Valley is really cool because it, yeah. it has the, the relief on all the, the bluffs and stuff or whatever you call them. I don't even know. Uh, it's pretty cool. So yeah. Yeah. It was, I, there was some sections I remember. That's when I, because I remembered uh, y- you were riding a full rigid bike and I was riding a full suspension bike. And there were some spots that we were riding pretty close through the downhills and the, the prairies mm-hmm. doing like 30 some miles an hour. <laughs> you know, I get to the bottom of it and my shoulders just hurt. Yeah. it's just And like- I was like, how the heck is he riding a rigid Work through this stuff. Uh, practice and a lot of just trying to float over whatever can. So it's just yeah. it 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 comes down to it. That's pro- that's not the best tool for the job, honestly. Just because it it does slow you down on the downhills. Just because you are right. trying, you're not taking the fastest way. You're kind of just taking whatever you can. Um, but uh, just float, man. If if there's something, you just have to be. I, I've developed a my skills to, to compensate for that in that, like if there's something that's going to be, Oh shit, you get out of the way quickly, like yeah. jump it. Like get, you, you can, you can maneuver pretty quickly because that's your only option, you know? Yeah. It, it was, it was, it was 
it was a fun race. So, I, enjoyed, yeah. I I like the point to point stuff like that. So it was, and then Nick does a pretty did a pretty awesome send off. Yeah, yeah, and he rings. he does that when for he, the the uh, Theodore Roosevelt's uh, in the how's that go in the arena? That's what you yeah the man in the arena yeah. quote. Yeah. He did that before the Badlands gravel battle last year too, and I was like, okay, man, that is a yeah, fantastic you know, idea. idea. For people listening, look that up. Man in the arena, Theodore Roosevelt. You, I'll throw you in the show notes. Yeah, I'll throw in the show notes. It's pretty cool, and like that morning, you know, like just standing there at the at the park, you know, before the race, and him saying that, and it's like steamy, foggy. You yeah, know, you get all fired up. Weird landscape. It's just yeah. The the landscape is so prehistoric that it's just it's weird. It is so weird. And there's like petrified logs on the side. And if you stopped, you'd see some like you'd see fossils and like imprints and it's all sedimentary. It's, it's so weird. It is so yeah. weird. All right. Enough of that. We could spend a whole other episode talking about that too. Um but I kind of just want to give people an idea of, you know, where you're at with your riding. Um and uh like I said, can you so, all right, let me back up. The reason that Steve is on here, like I said before, we're kind of in the same situation. He has young kids. Um, he's married. We're damn near the same age within like a few days, yeah, like pretty the, much, like a week. Yeah, something like that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so give us a you know rundown. Like, what are you doing? What's your kind of life situation? Where are you coming from? What else are you doing? Talk about your other the websites that you've uh, you have going on and what you're doing with everything else yeah yeah sure the um yeah i guess i'll talk about kind of everything a little bit yeah so i exactly. i just got back into riding a few years ago so i rode um i started mountain biking when i was in college and i'm an engineer a mechanical engineer and i went to michigan tech where we had trails right on campus uh, campus land it was like quarter mile up the hill you could ride for nine or ten miles every night if you wanted to in michigan tech and, is uh, which which city is michigan tech that is in the keweenaw peninsula yeah, of yeah. michigan's upper peninsula so a lot of people know copper harbor yep okay i always mess those yeah. up i get northern michigan and michigan tech mixed up oh, okay yeah wow then they're within an hour and a half or two of each other yep okay but um but yeah so what that was back in 2001 when i graduated but when I graduated, I actually did a uh, adventure race, and then I uh, about a year after I got out of school. But then after that, I didn't ride much. Not funny story. I I built up like this really awesome bike before I got married because I I was like I'll never get to spend money like this on a bike again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I I raced it once in an adventure race, and then like it just sat there for like ten years. But uh, no, so I worked in. Um, automotive industry and then i worked uh um for a consulting company in illinois and did some project engineering and, and contract engineering work and then um i actually went back to automotive at one time and then uh i spent some time in power sports and product development and then it was actually not even a year ago i i uh i'm getting it i'm getting off of the bike and i'll talk about the career stuff first i guess no that's fine yeah the uh I left corporate America and my wife and I have kind of always had some our own dreams to work for ourselves. And so, um, we, she started a, a business and I kind of help her with that, some reselling. And then, uh, 
I've got a couple of websites that I've been working on and I went and got a personal trainer certification because I'll jump back on this, but kind of went all in, dove headfirst into fitness and stuff the last last few years. And, and uh, so right now I'm starting a personal trainer um, fitness coaching business right now and uh, working on a couple other things and doing some freelance work and, and uh, not completely going to step away from the engineering. So I might even do some freelance engineering here and there as well. Kind of, it depends on the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like and what I'm doing, making and, it work. And the website. Well, actually, before that, uh, the kids. How yeah, old are they? So I have, yeah. So I have a six year old and an eight year old, two boys. And I've been married now. It will be 14 years this year. Oh, wow. You got me. Yeah. That's a long time. Good job. <laughs> yeah, it's good, man. She's I'm put married. up with you that long. That's good. Yeah. That's, she's had a lot to handle. Yeah. So I'm not the, I'm not the easiest, so yeah, uh, that's fine. But but yeah, so I've got two kids, and um, it's we we do a lot of outdoor stuff, and we we camp a lot, and and uh, um, usually we tie like bike races and stuff around like a family camping trip. But and we, I didn't do a whole lot for about ten years, other than like cook bad food on the grill and drink too much light <laughs> beer on the weekends. Okay. And, uh, so the, oh boy, probably like 2011 or something like that, 2010 around that time frame, I, I was, uh, decided I needed to get in shape and it was cause I started chasing my kids around and stuff. So we, we bought a camper and started camping and I started losing some weight. And then like at some point, like a couple, like two, three years ago, I just like went all in. And so I'm like 50 some pounds lighter than I was. Yeah. Like the pictures were ago. just the, oh, the I showed you one. Of, oh, yeah, I saw the pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was pretty crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like one year. I think it was in 2013. I was like, I signed up for the Shawamagon, and then that was it. And the funny thing is, is like, I think I only rode like 700 miles that year. And uh, that's all it takes at that point. Yeah, and right. then I was like, I got addicted, and so then the next year I signed up for the Lutzen, and then after that, and I, this year you signed up for uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, this year I. Yeah, we'll see if I survive this year. <laughs> and we'll we'll talk about all those. Yeah, we'll talk about those as we go too. Um, was that a was that a fast enough rundown? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And my yeah. question uh follow up is uh what are the websites? Just so and I'll put them in the show notes, oh, yeah. but just so people have an idea of where to go and where what to check out to see what you have going on. Okay. Yeah, and they both started um just from my kind of enthusiasm of doing stuff. So I have a website called outdoorfamilylife.com and um it's, I kind of started just writing about all of our travel adventures and it's taken on different formats over time. I, ironically, I actually started it like five or six years ago and I shut it down like for about a year and a half or something. Like just closed it, didn't do anything with it. And the, the, uh, the domain was still available like two and a half years ago. And I just kept oh, thinking really? about, okay. I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah, I know I can turn, do something with that. So uh, I, yeah, that's why I started it back up. And, um, but I blog about like our trips and everything we do. And, and I've started to put together a lot of resource pages on there for, for various things. Yeah. Um, all everything outdoors related, but. And in, um, in talking to Steve there, he's has, he, I haven't checked it out in the last couple of weeks, but, um, as far as the resources and stuff, the stuff we were talking about, like you guys should check it out and, uh, stay tuned to it. Um, and, and we'll be doing this show more often as well. Uh, it's something that 
he and I, obviously we share a lot of things in common in this area and he has a lot of good ideas. He's done putting a lot of work in all this stuff. And it, it, for me, it was a no brainer. Like when, okay, so let's back up a little bit again. Uh, cause I kind of talk about where this show is yeah, yeah. going. Um, so I had never, so Steve started doing stuff with mountain bike radio. Uh, he was one of the guys, uh, Mark over at the last aid station was looking for a co-host just because when you're dealing with two people on a podcast, it doesn't take like 10 hours to script out an entire show. Um, when you're, when you're doing your own show, it's definitely possible and it, it just takes practice. It's just, it is really time consuming because you basically have to script out. You basically have to script out an entire script in not like writing form, but how you would speak. So you have to write it down, like how you would speak. So that way you're not, you know, because of the time it takes to retake all this stuff, you just take the time up front to script it and just go through it. That way you don't have to like redo it, cut it, edit it, all this stuff. Trust me. Yeah. I, I've, I've have a lot of practice doing all that stuff. And in that show in particular, it just, cause it's the race recaps. Oh yeah. It's it. it Mark, it was, I know he was spending a ridiculous amount of time on it because we still it still takes time to put it together. But right. to do it by himself, oh man, he was like, yeah, I, it was he, it's he, a ton of work. Like had it been him, I just would have said, you know what, just you, you guys can eat it. You know, take <laughs> take the last aid station. I I'm going out and riding, right? Um, so I gave him <laughs> a lot of props for uh, kind of sticking it out and putting it to making it where it is because you know it's pretty cool. Um, but anyhow, so we, he was looking for a co-host and this was, I don't know, we got in the discussion after the Matahe and I was like, man, you know, kicking around some ideas. And I was like, why don't you just contact this Steve guy? Like, let's, let's see what he's up to and see what he has going. Um, so long story short, uh, Mark, Mark knows a ton. Like he knows more about like what's going on in the world of racing than anybody you'll ever meet. Like I, without a doubt, I'm amazed I'm absolutely convinced that there is nobody else that would know more. For what? I, I'll ask him anything. Like we'll be, you know, chatting a little bit before a show or after and like there'll be topics that he wants to talk about. And I'll be like, I, I'm like, who is that guy? And he's like, oh yeah, this. And he raced in this and then in 2003 to this. And I'm, I'm yeah, he like, bobbled on a rock in the 2004 world cup in, uh, you know, Australia and his rim dented, but he still won. And like, it's just, on and on. And, and he'll like, know what rim the guy was riding. Oh, too. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and what kind of beer he had afterward. I just like, you know, at some point I was, I, I you would think he was kind of making stuff up, but he's not like, it's, it's just not, um, yeah. So he was looking for a co-host and Steve wasn't, I mean, obviously, like he said, he's, you're new. I mean, you just picked this stuff up. You just did the Lutz 99 last year, just did the Matahate. Like you're just getting back into this thing. Yeah. Like, seriously. And I was listening to the last aid station because I got so geeked up about the, the endurance stuff just cause I like the, I like testing myself. Like we were talking about this before the show about, you know, things being fun or whatever. And it's like, I, I like testing and challenging. So the endurance thing just goes like that, that test. So I was listening to the last aid station cause I was trying to learn about all these other races. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, it was a, it was a great way to learn like, you know, what happens. Cause I, you know, I'm not at the front of the pack to know what happens up there. So I was curious of about the races and like, you know, how do these guys that like, when, you know, how do they, how do they race those? Yeah. So, so he got involved, I don't know, August, September timeframe ish. And, uh, I had met him 
uh, Steve, I haven't met Steve uh, face to face. I still haven't met Mark face to face either, but um, yes. <laughs> it's been like three years. And I still haven't met I him think you sent me a message on Twitter or something after the Mata Hay and was like, Hey, that was me that you rode with for like 50 miles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, did, yeah. yeah. So then I looked up the picture and I was like, Oh yeah. And I was like, I, cause I think we must've exchanged something before the race at some, uh, I posted some video or something about drop bags maybe. Yeah. And I think I might've commented on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, Anyways. Cause that's how I found you. That's how I found endurance path is I was Googling Matahe stuff and you showed up. Oh, okay. So I commented, I don't know what I commented about. I said something like, Hey, leave this or bring the, I, I can't remember what I said. Um, I don't know if I left it on the Facebook page or website. I can't remember that. Either. No, I can't remember. I'd have to look. Um, but where was I going with all that? Holy shit. Tangent. <laughs> I, oh, I think so I was... hadn't met you face to face. Um, right, right. So then in February of this year, I was in Minnesota cause I put on the fat bike frozen 40 and I had planned kind of two weeks to be there two weeks before the race because two weekends before the race, I actually ended up that I was meeting some guys from Hayward up at Cuyuna and, uh, it's total random. I just, some guys I know, um, they were discussing on Facebook and I commented on, uh, Scott Chapin. He's a guy up in Hayward. Uh, and I said, Hey, you got room. Cause I was like, man, that'd be really cool. Like, it'd be nice to get away for a weekend and go up to Cuyuna, check it out, see what's going on. He's like, yeah, we got a room, whatever. So, uh, so I went there the first weekend and Steve lives, I mean, kind of roundabout way to where I was going to be going from Cuyuna to the West side of Minneapolis. So I was like, Hey Steve, do you mind if I stop by and just say hi and whatever? And, uh, so I did that and we ended, I ended up staying there for like four hours talking to him and his wife. And, uh, <laughs> I was like the whole drive. Like from there to, to my buddy's place, I was like, man, how, like we just sat there for four hours, just talking, I don't even know, just talking about whatever, you know, life oh, yeah, and bouncing ideas and like yeah. all, just all kinds of stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah, it was, I, that is so, so a I was like, conversation. Yeah. So I was like, all right, if I, if you can sit there and, you know, it was one of those conversations where at the end you're like, holy shit, it's 10 o'clock. It's dark out. Like I, like what happened? And, um. So anyhow, so that's how that all started. That's how all of this kind of started. So to wrap that all in nice with a nice bowl, like that's how this came to be as far as like doing the, the being dad show together is because after, after that I was kicking around some ideas in my head. I'm like, man, like, why don't we just do this? Like do this show together because we have all this stuff going on. We have these ideas. We, you know, direction the same, same kind of direction. Um, so. The idea, like it's going to change as we go, I'm sure. And we're going to go in different directions for different episodes. But um, kind of the idea is uh, with his sites and, out, you know, the focus on the outdoor family stuff and all the resources he's going to have going on. Um, it's a work in progress, too. Yeah, absolutely. Getting, and you know. like talk about so we're going to go in the direction, you know, some episodes might be we might take a couple and talk about parks. And just kind of yeah. go, run through some of the parks, what they have to offer, things to look for. Um, maybe you have a couple of examples, like just what you're doing. With yeah. That. Yeah. So I have, since I started camping with the kids, uh, well, my youngest, his, the six-year-old, his first camping trip was, I think he was only three weeks old. Uh, and we had a we had a smaller camper, and um, but a, a full-sided camper. So we like set his um, 
not the bassinet, the what are the little play things in there? Oh, like on set on top of the set it on top of the table. Okay. And uh, so we went, but um, we we go a lot. Like every year, we take like at least a week long trip, maybe maybe two. We kind of plan them around different spring breaks or like times that like Thanksgiving week where you can you know a lot of bang for your buck getting time off. Yeah. And um, but like whenever we stay at a campground. Like I write my own campground review on it and I've been posting them on my website. And, uh, so now I've got like campgrounds covered in like 20 different States, I think. Hmm. And, um, quite a, quite a few in the Midwest. Cause I've, I've lived in Illinois, Minnesota, and I'm from Michigan originally, but so we've covered quite a few, quite a few campgrounds. So I write my own campground reviews and then, uh, I'm working on some other things too, like writing like actual just general reviews of parks with suggested itineraries and whatnot for spending time at them like i don't know like petty gene state park in uh, arkansas is one that i think i finished up recently was you know if you're gonna go there here's a one-day itinerary here's a three-day itinerary here's the trails to hike that's i'm putting together stuff like all off my own base experience and long long term um you know maybe i can bring on some contributors or whatnot to help cover more areas but i just i always find it frustrating when you're trying to plan a trip and and uh <clears throat> hard to find that information so i was like i i think i can put put together some good information so especially from the point of view that you're coming from like you know yeah, like kids you most could people find, are traveling with the right. kids and you could find like a trip guide but it's not the same as like having the actual point of view that you do yeah so yeah yep. so we're gonna we're gonna tie that all together and you know, longer term looking out, you know, like see how this goes obviously and stuff, but longer term, yeah. uh, we're going to be moving back to Wisconsin. Uh, we're looking, we're pretty much heading to Hayward, Wisconsin. So we're going to be in the middle of, uh, basically like everything outdoor Mecca of yep. the, the Midwest. Um, and I just recently purchased a bowl. So I, I've been wanting to do that for several years. So I'm going to, Start kicking in some information about what it's like learning an entire new uh, skill. It's like uh, I was messaging Steve today about this, uh, but it, it, I was laughing when I saw that message. Yeah, because it really is. It's like it's like learning bikes all over again. Um, and I kind of forgot what it's like to be a beginner. Like there's, it, it's just, it's it's funny. Like I know nothing yeah. about compound bows. I know nothing. I don't even know anything about recurve bows. Anyhow, so looking at that, uh, so just things like that as we go, uh, you know, anything from bikes to bows to fishing to like camp, you know, whole, like he was talking about like campgrounds, all that different stuff. And maybe things that we're up to, like Steve's going to be, I'm not going to be doing a lot of racing this year. I'm kind of, uh, sacrifice a lot of things and kind of, getting everything I have in place, but, um, you know, going forward, I'll be, be racing more next year. Uh, so Steve will be out and about doing racing, doing these trips. Like we can check in what's going on there, like different campgrounds. Like we'll do some dedicated episodes where we do run through some of the parks and just talk about them. I'll ask him questions cause I don't know anything about certain parks or whatever. Um, and just kind of take it from there. So, and, and part of that too, is we definitely want you to be a part of it. So if there's any topics or, um, you know, anything from like, Hey, I was thinking about going to that area. What do you think about these different parks or whatever? Like, yeah. Steve's Cause I'll be honest with you. Like I've, <clears throat> I get a kick out of like planning trips and, um, like even if I haven't been to a place, I've 
I've probably researched at it. <laughs> least like looked it around and yeah. This is so, yeah, it, this is the engineer Steve talking right now. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no, I'm just saying like I, yeah. So Steve's been doing spreadsheets a, and everything. Right. I usually yeah I, when I plan a trip like I put together an itinerary on a spreadsheet of how many days I'm gonna drive or hour uh, miles per day and like what to do and what park do we got reservations yet. Um, I can do it really, like super, super fast, but people always ask me like, how do you plan all these trips? And I'm like, I can That's plan one in like yeah. 30 minutes. So, and, and he's been like, a, I think I mentioned it earlier, but Steve's been doing a lot of work, uh, helping me out, uh, behind the scenes at mountain bike radio. Uh, well, everything I got. So events, grit events, by the way, you can go to gritevents.com. That's a event production company that I've created, uh, kind of off the base of, uh, fat bike frozen 40 and the other, the running events I put on there. But, uh, anyhow, that's the longer term thing we'll talk about in a different show. Um, but he's been helping me on everything I have going on. Uh, so behind the scenes, because I kind of all the nuts and bolts I need to, uh, I need some help on. And, uh, the other part that I didn't mention earlier with Steve is that he's been an engineer for that's who he is, right? He has an engineer mentality. And I know yeah. from years of experience that my, mentality, personality, way about things is definitely not from that perspective it is actually quite almost opposite of that perspective. Um, I just, I'm like my daughter, like we both just barrel into things and then <laughs> fix it and try to like not do barrel into it the same way next time. Um, so I knew that going in that like, if I could, like I get along with Steve and I talk like we can talk, but at the same time, like he has that personality that I need in order to function and work like the best, you know, the best answer for everybody, like mountain bike radio, for example, the best answer is to have two minds like that doing something because then it comes, usually comes out, you know, I, I don't miss a whole lot and it get, things get done and we don't miss a whole lot. So it's a good combination. Yeah. Um, so that, where was I going with that? So that's my whole point is he's been working behind the scenes, uh, on doing a bunch of that stuff. So we kind of, we've been doing a lot of work together, uh, just kind of daily, you know, some time daily. Uh, yeah. So yeah. if there's anything with, you know, any questions with any of this stuff, or like I said, with things you want to hear in future episodes, or maybe you just want to send us a story. The first uh, episode, first couple of episodes of the being dad show. Um, I asked dads to send me their story and where they're listening from their story, who they are, because I wanted to get an idea kind of who the, who the audience is or was or is hopefully you're still with us. Um, and, uh, I, I shared those on the air. So maybe we should just pick a couple next time. Maybe yeah, we should do that. Let's I think do that. that'd be good. Okay. So listeners, here's your homework. I think we're pretty much done with this episode. This is longer than we wanted anyway. Um, yeah, we're going to keep this one. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we might throw in a couple interviews here and there. Like if, if something comes along and like one of us takes an interview or both of us takes an interview, we'll, we'll throw that in there too. Like that's, you know, there's experts and things that we obviously aren't. Um, and it's good to hear from them too. Uh, but, and can I, I want to throw this out there too. Uh, on the, I just had an idea. This is just off the top of my head as far as an idea for a future yeah. guest. It's not a male guest, which I, I'm not opposed to having female guests on here, but this is a man show. 
<laughs> this is for like <laughs> husbands, dads, but, uh, one potential guest in the future, uh, her name is Deborah Davis and she writes, she's a writer. She's written a book called, uh, it basically it has to do with child loss. And I just want to give you a heads up at some point in the future. I, uh, I will have her on, uh, we lost, a, uh, our first son, uh, at 24 weeks and I just, the reason I bring this up because I recently, she's writing a new book and recently I spent a ton of time uh, back and forth with her doing interview, kind of writing some stuff for her, doing some interviews and stuff. So just a heads up. I know there's people out there who have dealt with it. You won't hear it until you go through it yourself, but I know some of you out there. So in the future, that will be uh, one guest uh, that I, I plan on having on. So I'll just give you a, a heads up on that. Um, okay. So here's the homework. So for next episode, which we're, what are we going to plan on doing this every couple of weeks or something? Yeah, I would think at least, at least every, every two weeks. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll who shoot knows? For, maybe, maybe it'll, maybe it'll step up more yeah, than that. Yeah. If, if we can, uh, if I think there's a, a lot of topics to, there's a lot of things we can talk about. And yeah. then if people send some things in that, I mean, you know, what are you curious about? What do you want to hear about it? It's, uh, there's, We'll, there's we'll a have some shows about yeah there's a lot we can cover yeah um and if you uh become a member or you shop through the amazon thing like if we get enough members and we get enough people buying t-shirts you can go over to uh just go to mountainbikeradio.com scroll through there top of the show or top of the page of the shop go to shop go to members do everything because if you do a ton of that like we'll do a show every day <laughs> like we'll we'll answer questions <laughs> we'll give you like tips places to go like anything you ever wanted if we have enough people contributing we will uh we'll dedicate a show to every one of the people at this point um so here's the homework for the next episode uh we'll just say two weeks from now you write us an email just send it to info at mountainbikeradio.com uh title it being dad show and send us an email with, with, uh, it can be a couple sentences. Just say who you are, just your first name, where you're from and maybe, uh, how many kids you have, their ages and what you like to do, whether it's ride a bike, maybe some of them like to hike. Some of them just like to fish. Some of them, you know, or whatever. doesn't matter. Like, just send it to us. We'll read a couple next time and we'll save a couple for the next episode. And, uh, so send them over. We'll pick a couple out and, uh, that seems fair, right? Yeah. I'd like to hear some stories from people about, uh, you know, taking their, taking their kids out on the trail the first time, whether it's bike or hike or maybe their first outdoor trip or the first time their kids caught a fish or, yeah, uh, anything is, like that. It'd be great. This is on mountain I mean, bike radio, but anything, it's not limited yeah. to mountain bike radio. Yeah. mountain biking because we know there's like i like to race mountain bikes i've done it for a long time i put mountain bike races on like i'm not racing so much this year but next year like i'm saving up my mojo for when we move basically at this point but you know like uh we're interested in a lot of stuff steve fishes he well he he will get back into bull hunting at some point, but he hasn't done it. <laughs> now, like yeah, i will years. now after you're yeah like now god yeah now we're gonna end up doing hunting trips when we get back here probably um but uh yeah so my point being is it can be anything guys 
send us a, a message. What did you like to do with your kids outdoors? And uh, we'll start there. So that's it. So is there anything else that you want to hit uh, that people should know about you? Or just remind them where the sites to go to. Tell them again. Oh, yeah. So the, the outdoorfamilylife.com, uh, Outdoor Family Life. Um, and the other site is endurancepath.com. And that's I write. Um, I don't think I talked about this one yet, but I basically write a race report every time I go to a race. So if you, if you scroll back through all the race reports on there, you can you can follow my journey from the first first one all the way through till now. And uh, it's been uh, I have fun so writing those and racing and that kind of thing. And and uh, recently I've started putting together some other stuff on there too, as far as uh, even a page to write my own reviews about races, give people my perspective of a race course and, and, uh, my suggestions for it and, and that type of thing. So, uh, on a lot of people from different areas, we end up going to the same races. So if you're interested in drop bags or what the course description is or anything like that, from a racer's perspective, you can check out some of those pages too. And then I'm also, that's kind of my, uh, my place for, um, fitness coaching business as well. The house there. Cool. So, all right, cool. So go check those out. I'll link them in the show notes if you guys have any questions or listened and you're like, man, I can't remember what it is. I'll link them there. So check that out. Um, again, if you have any questions and listeners, send those uh, send those emails over and we'll pick a couple for the next one. Uh, info at mountainbikeradio.com or ben at mountainbikeradio.com. Steve, how should they use uh, Steve at uh, mountainbikeradio.com? Yeah, yeah. For anything directly off of... Uh one of the shows off of mountain bike radio. Yeah. I just use the Steve at mountainbikeradio.com. If, if you happen to go through one of my sites and you have something specific to that, you can use the, the contact on the sites. Okay. Get you my emails. Perfect. All right. Keep it simple that way. All right. Thank you listeners. That'll do it. Uh, I think we're done for this episode. So Steve, thank you for joining me. Thank you for, That's for great. doing all this. Appreciate it. It's uh, right. it's good. Good to be on. Yep. All right, listeners, uh, look forward to the next episode and, uh, that'll do it. So see you soon. 